Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. <laughs> I w- well, no, I don't want to say that on on <laughs> mic. Maybe off mic. I don't know. We'll see. Mr. Dumpling. So how was your day? It was good. It was a good day. I'm trying to think. It's Thursday. I know. Just have an itchy nose. No, yeah, we had um, a group called LWA, the Leaders of Worship in Austin. It's just like, basically, if if you're a worship leader, huh, crazy, um, here in Austin, you're invited, and we just host a lunch and have like, it's basically um, a time where you can like come together and talk to other worship leaders and connect with other people and encourage each other and yeah it was really cool um my boss the worship leader at our church gave a, a talk usually there's not like a main like sermon it's more of just like discussion at your tables and then like challenge. was it was it at our church yeah okay yeah it was at austin oaks this time um but yeah no this time it was it was like full-on time of like teaching and challenging and yeah it was good um, I just shouldn't plan to get anything done <laughs> on LWA days. That's all. So gotcha. there's still stuff I need to do, but I don't know. We'll see. That stuff might not even end up getting done. Uh, oh. Or I might just have to like be at church at like 5 a.m. on Sunday. No. I mean, I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other way to put it. But yeah, so there was that, and then setting up the stage, it's a new series, and so stage looks a little bit different, and going back to two services, so um, lots to set up. Orchestra, choir, uh, piano, organ, and then for the contemporary service, we moved the drum cage over, so it was kind of a big ordeal. Mm. Like three guitar players. Yeah. So, fun, fun day. It just went super quick. Gotcha. Yeah. How about your day? How was how was your day? It was really chill. I mean, Ollie Ollie's congested and has a runny nose. Um, so usually when he's like that, it he's super super whiny. Yep. Um. But. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sorry about it. I let him watch TV all day long, basically. And he was happy. (laughs) He wasn't whining. (laughs) So maybe that was my problem. (laughs) Yeah, I just realized that when you asked me how my day was, I immediately thought of work instead of anything else. So kind of feel like a jerk right now. (laughs) So when I got home from work, you went and did a babysitting gig. And so yeah. I watched the kids for a few hours, um, made dinner, and then gave them their baths. Then you got home right before they went to bed. So uh, that was another part of my day. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Josie was so tired all evening. But then I gave her some food and she perked up. That girl. Because she likes food. Oh my goodness. Yes, lot. she does. Um, it's so funny how like I was struggling to get her to eat like solid food. It was like pureed food. Oh but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so not really solid. Well, More like food anyways. Um, <laughs> not just breast milk. Like yeah. Actual food. There you um, go. And she like just most of the time wouldn't want to eat it. Until I started just giving her like soft, like solid foods, like table foods. Yep. And she's all about that. All about feeding herself, (laughs) Miss Independent. Yeah, definitely. Now she's going ham. Well, I think she also likes the way that it feels in her mouth because I can still feed the chunks to her and she'll like it more than... Uh, than the pureed food. Mm. But but she does like picking it up and putting it in her mouth too. Yeah, she like 
shovels it in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Stuffs it all. Lets it all run down. <laughs> no, it's chunks. It doesn't mm. really do that. But it kind of tumbles down. So cute, though. Gets stuck in her leg folds. Gosh, she's... <laughs> She doesn't have as many anymore. No, it's, she's it's so just mobile the now. seat that she's in. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's oh my funny. goodness, our little girl. She's growing up too fast. Yeah. Nine months. That she is. Just trying to crawl on everything. Get into everything, put everything in her mouth. Like climb up and pull up on everything. Yeah. And yeah, she she gets a lot of bumps and bruises. Maybe not bruises. But she falls down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. She bounces little, back though. Yeah. She's a little daredevil. <laughs> like she doesn't, she does not care. No. She just no wants fear. what she wants. Yeah. Craziness. But it's fun. Makes for a good time. Yeah. Ollie being congested, he was pretty whiny tonight. But eventually I got him to eat his spaghetti and meatballs by sort of bribing him. I don't know. With I was thinking. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this earlier. So, I, and I realized that this is just something that um, I take for granted because it's the way that I grew up. Um, what do they call it? Nurture. You know, there's like nature, the way that you're naturally wired, and nurture is like the um, culture that your parents or whoever rose mm. rose you, <laughs> whoever raised you, <laughs> um, like instilled their values in you right so in my mind it's oh it was always growing up always you had to eat all of your dinner if you wanted dessert and my parents almost always had dessert for us you know cookies or something Mm -hmm. just something small um and so like still in my mind that's kind of what it is it's like and i don't mind telling oliver that Mm -hmm. like we have Something sweet. We have a piece of candy or we have yeah. a cookie if you finish your dinner. Yeah. Like, I, I guess technically that's bribing because you are like, but but the the end isn't really, I want you to eat all your dinner. I actually want to give him a cookie because he likes cookies. Right. Um, but I don't want to do that without, I don't want to spoil his dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. So I need him to finish all his dinner in order to do that. So. Yeah. I don't even like think about that. Okay. It's just, I guess he's like used to you doing that snow so much now that he'll, he'll sometimes ask for something like while he's eating his dinner, like I want a cookie or I want fruit mm-hmm. snacks or something. And I'm like, or I want a piece of, usually it's candy um, because we still have Halloween candy. Yeah. We still have a ton of fall. <laughs> well, it's dwindling down. Maybe not a ton anymore, but still a lot. Um, and so I'll just be like, yeah, like you can have one of those things if you eat all your food. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think to mention it. Usually he, he mentions it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. The One of the reasons I was thinking about it is that it was more like, like he was just not eating. He was, he was just being so whiny. So mm-hmm. I was like, dude, we have cookies, but you have to eat your spaghetti. Yeah, he also didn't nap today. Like he just oh, well he just he doesn't nap when he's congested. Yeah, like he just doesn't. That's true. Okay, well there you go. Anyways, bribe your kids, people. <laughs> it gets them to do what you want. <laughs> bribe your kids, bribe your wife. No, and bribe your husband because they're. I don't even bribing want to finish everybody that. up in here. Well, but that wasn't the same. There wasn't a correlation Anyways. between hiding and raping <laughs> in the initial. What was his name? Antoine? Yep. There you go. In Lincoln Park. <laughs> okay. So I think that's enough about our kids. <laughs> Talked about our days. Well, actually, you didn't. I cut you off. You just said that Ollie was congested, so you let him watch TV all day. Was that your day? In a nutshell? Um, or did you want to crack open that nut? <laughs> I mean, we just hung out. Like like monkeys? Yes. Just hung all over everything. Um, swung from that trees. That explains things. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, the other TV was on pretty much all day, but 
he doesn't just like sit in front of the TV. Like he'll run around and yeah. you know, snack on something. He'll go read a book. He'll go play. Like he, his attention span isn't that long. So yeah. he doesn't just sit in front of the TV all day long. Yeah. Um, he's just happy that it's on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she did great. She ate a ton of lunch. And took a really good nap. So. Sweet. Yeah. I got most of the dishes done. They were piling up like crazy. So what, the dishwasher's uh, super full. And still have some to finish up, but. Yeah. Cool. Good day. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty chill. I finished, um... I finished listening to uh, He's There and He's Not Silent. Mm-hmm. And what I did you think? That book, man. I I think I need to listen to it again, definitely. Yep. But it, I don't really, <laughs> I don't know how to explain. Like, it takes concepts that are just like, like obvious, like, common sense concepts mm-hmm. but like he explains them and like brings the christian faith to like a logical conclusion mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah and i'm just like 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 basically he explains how our thought processes like just basically how everything wouldn't be possible unless there was god yeah um, and just going into all the different facets of that, and my mind was just like blown, like every five minutes. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it it's just funny because like you know these things, but you don't know like the intricacies. Yeah, you of take them. them for granted. Yeah, exactly. And so, just yeah, he's just very intellectual. Mm-hmm. Francis Schaefer, sorry, I didn't mention who the book was by. Um, oh, that's okay. I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. And then I finished um, None Like Him by Jen Wilkin. Oh, cool. Yeah. What was that one about? Um, She basically is talking about the, um, like, 10 different attributes of God. Okay. Um, And how he is completely different than us, like completely well no sorry i shouldn't have used that word how how he is different yeah basically it's good it's really good sweet it's funny it's actually like a study book so there's like um questions you know at the end of each chapter well there were questions in the accidental feminist as well right yeah i think yeah they're meant to be like study books like Mm -hmm. for like a group i guess or just personal study but yeah I just listened to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't no. do the study, but. Me too. Still good. Still yeah. Good. Sweet. Dang. You're just like blowing through these books. I know. Think I've you're going to hit your goals. Counted it up, but I've I've done four books so far. Awesome. Less so you're than on two track. months. Yeah. Yeah. Because what was your goal for the year? 15. 15. Books. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like. Yeah. Sweet. You just need to do almost one a month. One of the months you have to do two. Anyways, yeah. Easy. Yeah, there's so many books, though, that I want to read. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it should be simple, right? (laughs) Definitely. But yeah, Hoopla. Hoopla is amazing. Yeah. If you don't have that app, get it. And a library card. Well, right, you have to have a library membership first or whatever that is rent them yeah because yeah, like audible i'm sure is a great service i've gotten a, a free trial from them but i haven't paid them anything um but their audiobooks are like 15 16 dollars a piece oh, wow. like yeah they're pretty dang expensive um so i'm very happy about hoopla because that's it's like free. four a month <laughs> that you can get for free yeah um, and I mean, you can go and like re-rent one if, if one is like super long. 
Because that's how I went through it, and I think it was like 50 hours. Like it was a ridiculous amount of time. It took me a while. But I usually listen to it at a faster speed. So 50 was probably cut down to like 40. Still, 40 hours is a long time. That is a very long time. <laughs> I remember Moby Dick was the same way. It was like 50 hours, and it was... Uh, that one That one drags in spots, though, so that one was more difficult. Anyways, when they when they take a chapter to like describe whales in like an encyclopedia entry, it's just like, oh, this is interesting, but it's kind and of I like don't an, care. It's kind of like <laughs> appendix material. Yeah, but I get I, my understanding is that when the book was written, like the novel format wasn't really a thing, and so it was already treading new ground. So to have these kind of like, yeah, basically like what nowadays would be an appendix was just thrown in throughout the book <laughs> to help you get an understanding of what was going on in the world and get in the mindset of like what the characters are thinking of. So I get it. It just, I don't know. It is what it is. I'm lazy, <laughs> I guess. Or my, my attention span, right, is not, uh, not all that great. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, it's the day after Valentine's Day. Day after Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, folks. Hope you did Belated something. Valentine's or not. Day. I mean we didn't we didn't celebrate Valentine's Day for a long time. Yeah. Well it's funny. Yeah, we've never really celebrated Valentine's Day. Nope. But now that You've we never have, wanted to. Right. But now that we have children, I'm just like, oh, an excuse to go out on a date. Take advantage. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, I don't know, it's just cute to get them little things, you know? Yeah. Well, and my mom, like, straight up offered to babysit. Yeah. Like, we didn't mention anything at all, but like, was it Saturday, Sunday? She was just like, hey, I want to watch the kids so that you guys can go out. I'm just like, mom. You're the best. <laughs> and it worked out. Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Pretty cool. I was expecting like everywhere to be super packed. I know. But the place that we went to, we were literally the only people there. Yeah. Well, it, so this place is like a hole in the wall kind of place that is, it's, it's very niche. So it's called full English. It's, they, specialize in just like a full english breakfast basically yeah. so it's like busy on like saturday mornings British food and biscuits, just in the mornings yeah tea um and they normally close pretty early but they extended their chips. hours can i talk please yeah but they extended their hours I, mean, I might talk too but you can um, still talk for wednesday and thursday yeah for couples to schedule like high tea and you know be high all tea. romantic and whatnot, um, but I guess we were the only ones that made a reservation yep. for the evening because we were the only ones there. Yep. But it was good. Yeah, it was fun. It's a good time. And then, like nerds, we went to half price afterwards, half price books, and found some stuff and yeah, bought some CDs. Then we books. went and had more food. Yeah. Kimchi fries. Mm. So good. Anyways, Valentine's <laughs> Day. So, yeah. You want to talk about romance? No. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> just kidding. Um, well, not really like just the topic of romance, but I think it'd be good just to talk about how to show your spouse love, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> you look like you're yes. falling asleep. No, I'm not falling asleep. I'm I'm holding back from the first thing that popped into my head. Sarcastic comment? Um, sort of. <laughs> sort of. It's usually what it is. Maybe, with you. maybe not. <laughs> so one of the ways to um or something that you shouldn't do is um, 
make jokes and interrupt your spouse while they're talking. Yeah, or like <laughs> buy your spouse one of those like cans with the little <laughs> snakes that jump out. That's probably not very good either. I mean, unless they like to or be buy one of those cans <laughs> of whoop ass. Here you go, honey. Sorry, I was just buy trying you to interrupt a can of whoop you. Ass. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are what are some ways that you show me love? I don't know. Um, uh, I'd like to get this done before midnight so that I can okay. go to bed. Um, well, so I know that you're at home with the kids all the time and that you like to be able to kind of just get away sometimes, um, you know, like that's just something that you, um, that is very meaningful to you. So, um, like just watching the kids so that you can get away. It's one way. Yes. And thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking it was either today or yesterday. I was like, I feel like I've gotten away from the kids a lot lately. Like I, I, for some reason I felt kind of bad about that. Oh, that's weird. But then I was like, mm, no, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I love, love, love my children. I love being a stay-at-home mother. But I'm also an extrovert, so I like to be around people. Yeah. Um, And so I just enjoy getting out of the house and being around people. Um. So, yes, that's that's great. It's a great way to show me love. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know if I should mention ways that I show you love and be a little explicit here. <laughs> well, I think you've already alluded to it. So what's what's something else? Well, well, just because your love language is um what what is that called? Just physical affection or physical is that touch. Physical touch. There you go. Um so yeah, that's something I would recommend is just, I know it sounds really cheesy, but taking that love language test, it's like a little quiz or something. Yeah. So it's, so it's a book, um, the five love languages. Oh yeah. We didn't read the book though. Gary we just Chapman. took a little quiz. Right. Because the actual, actually the Sunday school that we were a part of when we first started going to our church. The ABF. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> ABF means sounds, Adult know, like Bible Fellowship. <laughs> it is just a Sunday school class, <laughs> but it's called ABF because they don't want to, you know, they don't want anyone thinking, oh, the Sunday school, this is lame. I'm not going to school. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in. Maybe not that, but still, it's it's a PR move. Um, anyways. So we, when we first started going to that class, we were going, yes, yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently half the people at this table agree it works. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, they were going through the book. And so we got kind of a, a Cliff Notes version of the book and a description of what these five love languages are. And so um, there are certainly, yeah, just, I guess, a word of caution. There are certainly pitfalls about thinking in terms of the five la love languages that this book spells out. However, I think the benefits outweigh the dangers, if that makes any sense. I haven't so read the long... book, so I don't, don't, I don't know what dangers you're talking about. Okay, so the danger in thinking of someone as just through the filter of the five love languages primarily is that they're more complex than that and people oh, change. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the five love languages are, well, physical touch acts of service, mm -hmm. so doing things, um, words of affirmation, words of affirmation, gifts, so gifts. And what was the other one? Um, 
Must not be very important. I no, know. Uh, I must not be that at all <laughs> to not remember what it is. Well, I always remember gifts because that is like super low on my list. Right. I don't really care. I think if I remember correctly, that was like the last one when we took it like almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was for me, but it's just like, um, it's just funny because... Yeah, it just doesn't really... Like, I understand that it does mean something to someone, but it has just never been a thing. Quality time. Quality time, duh. Quality that was time. one of mine, actually. Why <laughs> didn't I think of that? I don't know. Um, yeah, so there are these five what are termed love languages, and it's basically a way that different people experience love. It's a way for explaining how you experience love. So someone... So what I was saying is that I don't... Um, I appreciate it when people give me gifts, but I also don't feel like I ever need someone to give me a gift to feel loved. Yeah. To feel loved, right? However, there are people like I believe that my sister has told me this that she is someone like that is very high on her list. Like when someone gives her a gift, she's just like, "This is amazing," hmm. um, and that is just not the way that I am wired at all. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so that's the, that's what the love languages are. And, and I'm saying, so the danger of thinking of people in terms of just the love languages is that people change, is that... Yeah, um, that's true. It, you, can, you can turn this into a kind of, um, I was going to say slot machine, that's not, in, into like a vending machine of like, oh, well, your love language is um, acts of service. So... I'm going to vacuum the floor, you know, before you get home from work, then obviously like you're going to do something for me, oh, you know, yeah. like using it to uh, get something in return mm -hmm. is the danger. Um, that is not the way to love people. No, that's selfish. <laughs> because, yeah, because we're talking about love. We, and manipulative. Put, exactly. Exactly. So that that's the danger of it. Um. I think you have to be careful that you don't, yeah, that you don't do that. Um, so as we've alluded to, I mean, we can just go ahead and be explicit because we're talking about spouses, right? Mm -hmm. um, as you alluded to, my my number one from the test, my love language is physical touch. So obviously I enjoy having sex, okay? So I need to make <laughs> sure that it's not, Again, it's not like, oh, well, if I do X, Y, Z, then obviously she's going to have sex with me. Like, mm -hmm. that's a terrible way to show someone love because then you're not loving them at all. Right. You're attempting to love yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, anyways, that's kind of a tangent. But I do think it's helpful to know in general the way that people are wired because what ends up happening is that because you feel love a certain way, you assume that other people will feel love that way as well. Right, right. So um, if you feel like, you know, high on your list is words of encouragement. If you feel loved when someone is encouraging you and telling you how much they love you and telling you how, um, you know, the things that they love about you. Yeah, that's my number one. Then if you turn around and do that to someone else, who just like doesn't care at all who the, because i know people like this who are like who who would take that and think well you're all talk like show me that you love me mm. don't just tell mm -hmm. me that's dumb they're obviously in that case they would be higher um acts of service right you know so it's like you can talk to me all day that doesn't matter so long as you're not you know you show me you love if you loved me you would do xyz mm. So um, I think that's where it's most helpful is understanding um, especially your spouse and the way that they feel loved. Yeah. Again, it changes. It definitely changes. Um, so, yeah. I, so you have to, as you get older, like you have to continually kind of not necessarily go back to that, but you have to know your spouse. Like you have to be in communication. <laughs> Weird. Um, and yeah, just continually seek to, to learn more and more about your spouse. Yep. So, yeah.
Anyways, that's five love languages in a nutshell. <laughs> Cracked open that nut. So yeah, all that to say that some ways that I show Josh that I love him is, um, well, having sex with him, but uh, <laughs> also just touching him, like, you know, rubbing his shoulders or I don't know if he can considers this loving physical touch, but I'm just grabbing his butt. Mm. <laughs> uh, eh. I like to do that. <laughs> but that goes both ways. <laughs> yeah. You do that to me too a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just reminds me of Parks and Rec. You got a cute butt. Cute butt. Cute butt. Cute butt. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then I think the last time you took it, acts of service was number two on your yep. list. Mm-hmm. Has that changed at all for you? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, if anything, maybe those have switched, but no. Like acts of service is even higher on your list? Maybe, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's interesting to me. Why? Dun, dun, dun. You don't even know me. No, I'm I'm just surprised that something would be above physical touch. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Maybe not. <laughs> um I don't know. Life circumstances are just different. Yeah. So what would you say is would would be an acts of like an act of service? Uh well you started you. off the podcast talking about how you did the dishes mm-hmm. earlier today. That's awesome. Okay. Because it's just like taking something off my plate. And literally <laughs> washing my plate. <laughs> um, not what I meant to do, but hey, it happened. Um, yeah, something like that. Having having the house clean when I get home. Having, you know, dinner started. Things like that. Okay. Yeah. See, that's funny because that's just some stuff that I do normally mm-hmm. now that I'm at home with the kids. Yeah. So, like, I don't think of those as being, like, acts of service. Gotcha. <laughs> For you. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but, hey, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mine... When we first took it, I know physical touch was my number one, and then it was words of affirmation, and those have definitely switched. Yeah. Um, because when we took it, we were engaged... And I really wanted to have sex, so physical touch was really high on my list. <laughs> then you had sex, and you're like, eh. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that is not what I meant at all. Isn't that important? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it is definitely important. <laughs> definitely, for sure. I also just like joking, so. Yes. You know. <laughs> um. But yeah, so, and, you know, being quote unquote romantic or showing each other love um, has definitely gotten harder since we've had children. Yep. Uh, Throwing kids in the mix kind of stirs up the pot a bit. Um, Pot? What, are you making a soup? Yeah, with children. It's delicious. (laughs) Um. So what are some things that we do to keep the romance alive in our... What was that? I don't know. I'm Where tired. Where did that come from? Uh, <laughs> that was In our marriage. Weird. To stay... Yeah, just to stay invested in us. In us. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like setting aside time. I mean, okay. Yeah, this podcast, right? You know, setting aside time to talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was thinking of like setting aside time to even just like spend time together after the kids go to bed. Yeah. So like popping in a movie, cracking open a bottle of wine mm-hmm. and just hanging out together, like doing something together because more often yeah. than not, we'll kind of separate. Like you'll be on your iPad and I'll start doing school and yeah, and just like we just do our separate things because like, Okay, kids are asleep. Now it's me time. Yeah. Well, and also, unfortunately, the kids tend to go to bed pretty late. Yeah. We 
really need to start getting them to bed earlier. Yeah. That way we can have more time together after they go to bed. Because, um, yeah, like we get them down and then, I don't know, I'll, I'll get ready for bed, do whatever I need to do. And then I'm like, I'm out. I'm like exhausted. I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something we need to work on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've, there have been times when you've set up like a blanket and pillows on the floor and had like wine and little snacks for us to sit down and watch a movie. And that's always nice. Yeah. Just to cuddle. Yeah. So what are some other ways? That we can work on or that we do? Either one. Well, I mean, we went out on went or yesterday, last night. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we do that every once in a while, but not very often. Like, yeah, because we, we need to get a babysitter. Well, yeah, but I mean, we have people to babysit. We just have to be really intentional about planning things out, and we're really bad at that. Yeah. Um. Like actually, oh, sorry. Um actually plan out ahead of time in the month like when we're gonna go out so we can set up a babysitter and all that and just actually you know have like a schedule Mm -hmm. that would make things a lot easier but we don't do that (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that's That has never been how we roll. (laughs) It's always just like at the last minute. Oh, hey, this sounds like fun. Let's do this. Oh, never mind. We can't get a babysitter. (laughs) So that's something we definitely need to work on. Um, but something else that we do, I mean, I know that you just sort of like briefly you know, you said the podcast, but I think that that is definitely something that is a quality time together because we're sitting across from each other face to face, like talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're talking, you know, hopefully for the benefit of other people, but um, but it is a time that's just us to just talk to each other and get to know each other more. And mm-hmm. Just have that quality time being intentional and communicating and yeah, getting in each other's brains. Yeah. I think it's, it's probably blessed us a lot more than it has other people. <laughs> Sorry, other people. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'll say that, um, it's definitely, you know, you're talking about like how to, what was the phrase? How to keep the romance alive. Um, I no, think, I said romance. What, what even is that? Romance. What even? What accent is that? I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, I, I just think the first thing is, uh, well, you know, I was going to say communication. Because that's kind of in my mind because of the podcast, but like knowing your spouse. So like. Which you have to communicate to know your spouse. Exactly. For instance, I remember um, early on in our marriage trying to surprise you with some things and that never really going very well. Um, Because that, I mean, that's kind of like a cliched. I was also just an ungrateful brat and I've grown up a lot. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Um, okay. Um, it just, how like it, you kind of have these assumptions right in the back of your mind of the way that things are going to go when you're married. Expectations. Yeah. Yes. Expectations. And it, 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 things don't go that way. Like your spouse is not the person that you see on TV, you know, or it's the person not, you make up in your head. Exactly. And so you have to know your spouse. You have to get to know them. And, and like I said, they change over time. So you have to continually um, be trying to know them and understand them and meet them where they are. So 
Um, and, and I say that like communication is big for us. I, I would understand, um, that other, there, there may be other couples out there who, um, would prefer more of like spontaneous, um, I don't know, just spontaneous things would go over better. But Um, your spouse isn't going to know that unless you tell them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, so there's a part in which like you can't expect your spouse to read your mind. Right. Um, if that's, if that's what you want, then you do have to let them know somehow you can't, uh, I know at least for us guys, dropping hints, isn't always the best method of communication. Uh, sometimes we don't get that. Um, and that I guess would be the other, if I can backtrack real quick is the other danger I would say of, um, the whole five love languages thing is that sometimes you can use that as, um, a, you can turn that into a need or you could turn that into a, um, well, you're not providing acts of service. You're not providing quality time. You're not providing, um, words of affirmation. And you can start to resent your spouse because of that. Like now that you have identified, this is what makes me feel loved. If your spouse isn't giving it to you, you can feel slighted. And that is wrong if you haven't communicated that to them. You know, um, certainly your spouse ought to be attempting to, um, you know, fulfill as much of your needs as humanly possible. Uh, right. I mean, scripture says to, to, you know, husbands love your wife, like Christ loved the church. Um, so you should definitely be sacrificing in order to, to do those things for your spouse. Um, but also your spouse can't give you everything. (laughs) You're not supposed to find your ultimate identity in your spouse. It's supposed to be found in Christ. And so, um, or your joy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you, so you can't, yeah, you just can't expect that from your spouse to always give you everything that you need. Um, I, I just find that sometimes in the back of my mind, there's that tendency of like, well, you know, I don't feel like she's loving me because she's not, you know, whatever, because I'm coming home and that house is a mess and there's dishes everywhere. And, you know, I'm just thinking acts of service stuff like, and that's stupid. (laughs) It's dumb um, to think that way. So I guess that would be another danger. Well, good. Because there were dishes piled up like all week except for today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, they got done. (laughs) Hey-oh. Because you're amazing. But yeah. Anything else you want to say on that subject of romance? <laughs> nice R rolling, babe. Hey, you know, I am half Mexican after all. <laughs> Hi. Oh my goodness. Is that racist? I don't know. Though. I'm half <laughs> Mexican. It's not racist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love tacos. <laughs> I had bean and cheese tacos for breakfast this morning and it was awesome. I thought it was bean and egg. No, I didn't I didn't make eggs. I oh, didn't okay. have enough time. I was oh, gotcha. running late. Just beans and cheese. Beans huh? and cheese. And it was delicious. Nice. Yeah. Um No, I think I think you said that very well. Well, thank yeah. you. Welcome. Did it affirm you can with always, my words? You can always count on me to give you words of affirmation. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Any <laughs> recommendations? Um, I mean, I already recommended Hoopla. Yeah, that's a good one. Hoopla. Library card plus Hoopla equals awesome. I would audiobooks. recommend... Uh, just staying away from and ignoring pulpit and pen articles. That's what I would recommend. Oh my gosh. I don't even know if I want to get into it. Just, yeah. Or should I say keyboard and slander? That's They're what it is. Just That's terrible. Is. Okay. 
Um, you know, on this podcast, I feel like I say it a lot is like I as I get older, I kind of like enjoy uh the more chill side of <laughs> reformdom of Christianity of like majoring on primary doctor doctrines and having charity with secondary doctrines, yeah. right? I hope that I've kind of gotten that across because that has been a big part of my life um, for the past few years. And it just always continually seems to come up. Um, pulpit and pen is the exact opposite and the embodiment of everything I hate about the reformed subculture. They are the bad Calvinists. Yeah. Like when I think when someone says bad Calvinists or says that Calvinists are jerks, they are the people that pop in my head. Yes. Very um, like astute and theologically deep, but they wield it like a freaking bludgeon and, and just like spew hatred to anyone who would disagree or hold a slightly different version of Christianity. Which is them. completely ironic because... I don't like if you understand those theological truths, wouldn't you then show that through your life? Apparently not. That's yeah, that's the way it's supposed to work. But anyways, I don't want to borderline slander them, but I do want to say what I dislike about them. And that's, that's what I'm, that's all I need to say about it. Just stay away. It's not good. It is extremely ungracious. Well, I mean, they have literally slandered people. Yeah. It's most of what they do. I'm sorry. I have no, like, no tolerance. Like, I'm just. Fun. (sighs) So, an extreme unrecommendation. <laughs> there you go. The recommendation: stay far, far away from pulpit and pen. Um, slander and keyboard. I think that's what he calls it. Not keyboard and slander. Slander and keyboard. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Mister White calls it. <laughs> Yo, Mister White. <laughs> No, Dr. White. I love Sorry, it. not Mr. Yo, Dr. White. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, If you don't already know them, I'm sure you do, actually, if you're listening to this, because, yeah, I've, I, and I've probably mentioned it a couple times. If you enjoy video games, check out the Reform Gamers podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because they're pretty cool. Yeah. And for other reasons. And you should listen to the newest episode coming up. Yeah. I might start nerding out a little bit. They might include a soundbite or two. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. They might not. (laughs) They might not say anything. We'll see. Anyways, so yeah, the Reformed Gamers. It's just a cool gaming podcast um, that is about video games and Jesus and... Yeah, it's cool. It's pretty chill. It's pretty chill. I dig it. <laughs> um, there was something else and it's gone. Oh, no, that's what it was. Okay, I just wanted to sandwich this podcast is what I wanted to do. Uh, we didn't explain um, what I, I what we were talking about at the very beginning of the podcast. Um, they were quotes oh, from a movie. <laughs> yeah, a movie. I, I, have I mentioned it on here before? I don't know. A movie that I grew up with that I love because it's awesome. Is it though? A 90s movie. A 90 news came Is out it? in 92. It's a movie called Sidekicks <laughs> starring Jonathan Brandis and Chuck freaking Norris. <laughs> it's about a kid who's got some problems. He like daydreams a lot and he has like really bad asthma, but he daydreams about like palling it up with Chuck Norris and going and beating down bad guys. And 
So he, he like starts training. He does like karate training with this old Asian dude, um, while he's having like issues in school and whatever. And the end of the movie, he joins a karate tournament and guess who's there? Guess who he teams up with? Chuck freaking Chuck Norris. freaking Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Um, but I watched this movie a ton as a kid because it's amazing. Um, and it's basically is Chuck it Norris <laughs> making fun of the fact of how popular he is uh, slash was. It's um, self-aware. I'll give it that. Yes. It's, it's funny. And it's so good. And the travesty about this movie is that it has never been released on DVD here in North America. I believe there's like a European version Interesting. And so it's like super expensive. It was only it was only a VHS and on TV, which I mean, come on. The TV versions are always like cut versions. Apparently but, it's all on YouTube. Well, yeah. If you want to go on That was really YouTube. weird the way you said that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just I don't want to encourage piracy. Although I will say that if you don't have another way to watch it because they never released it on DVD, um, it is there for your viewing pleasure. Sidekicks. It's awesome. It's so good. Is it though? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> so that's my recommendation. All right, well, if you want to uh, talk to us, you can catch us on Twitter. Our handle is so underscore talk to me. Or you can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. Any parting thoughts? No, I'm just going to go to bed. All right. I'm tired. You're tired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it sounds like you're tired too. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, go talk to someone. Your spouse? Hope you talk to Oh, we didn't say Valentine's so talk Day. to me in this episode. Oh, no. You <gasps> didn't talk to me. <sighs> Bye. Dang, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) This reminds me of Leslie. What did you do for a contact bar? Kill your wife? (laughs) Oh, man. There's a reco. Parks and Recreation. Parks and Recreation.